The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners. This is not about shameless promotions and bragging about himself like many others out there. The Art of Relationships radio show is for you in helping you become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dozinski, The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hump Night. And hopefully everybody's having a happy Wednesday. At least I think it is a happy Wednesday for everybody. Yay. Hopefully everybody's doing all right. Yay. Okay, enough applause. (laughs) Hopefully everybody's having a happy hump night. And I need to figure out what the hell is going on with the back feed uh, on my end. Hopefully you guys aren't hearing that on your end. I have to make some adjustments on my end. Hopefully everything's, everybody's doing all right. And like I said, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Hopefully everybody is doing well. I'm a little bit beat. Uh, Running back and forth between two offices uh, is kicking my ass, plain and simple. Yeah, I'm not that old, but it's kicking my butt. (laughs) This is, of course, our Relationships Radio Show. I'm your host, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, state of Michigan, relationship and... Sex specialist. Thank you, Melissa, for that. No back feed on your end. That's terrific. It must be on mine. I have to check a few settings. Um, I'll do that during the break. I don't want to screw up anything. I'll just bear with it. Um, Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. And we're going to talk about embarrassing moments in your life and in your relationship. Not only that, we're going to tie it in. To how do you react when you're embarrassed or what about your partner, your lover or whatever, embarrassing aspects. Maybe, you know, you're at a restaurant and your partner accidentally lets one rip and <laughs> you know slides out. How do you handle it? Are you embarrassed, right? Or are you one that is easily embarrassed? I know growing up is a huge, um, I want to say it's a huge component on my end. As far as my mom, oh, my God, she hated to be embarrassed. So, of course, what the hell did we do? We ended up, um, you know, embarrassing the hell out of her, trying to growing up me and actually it carried over, I think, mostly when we got older, my brother-in-law, so we end up ripping on her. Um, when you're embarrassed, what happens? People sort of feed off of that like a bunch of piranhas after fresh meat, right? What happens in the situation where you're embarrassed, and what would it take for you to maybe not be embarrassed as much? You know, you're making love, whatever, uh, you know, having sex, getting freakiness, and you end up letting one rip, and (laughs) how would you handle that situation, and would you be able to look at it and just laugh, or are you, oh my God, and I want to... I want to run and hide, and I want to uh, just get the hell away from that situation, you know. Would you be able to, you know, laugh off embarrassments and move on? Or with embarrassments, do you hold them over your, say, your lover's head 
or does your lover hold embarrassments, you know, over your head? Oh my God, you embarrass me big time over this situation. I can't believe you did that. You embarrass me in front of my friends. What all? And I'm not talking. If you are intentionally trying to, you know, embarrass your partner, intentionally trying to hurt their feelings in those aspects, that that is different. You know, that that's just bogue. That's rude. And I don't want you to hit those elements. You know, I don't want you to try to intentionally embarrass you know, people, especially your partner, whatever. Like I said, you can intensely uh, maybe embarrass your mom, your dad, whatever. That's cool. That's sort of a kid's job. Even um, as an adult kid, you can, I'm all for that. <laughs> but with your love, loved one and partner, you know, you look at mutual respect is huge, as we all know, right? So, you know, how would you do it? Say you slipped and fell. Maybe you run into a situation, man, we used to run into this all the time when I used to, uh, you know, work uh, for Chrysler years ago. You know, people coming out of the bathroom, they had freaking, especially when it was hot, you know, hot in the factory and all this stuff. You know, people would <laughs> come out of the bathroom, they'd have freaking toilet paper hanging, you know, hanging out of their pants or <laughs> whatever. How many women, you know, in that situation you've had, you know, went to the bathroom, whatever, and you freaking had toilet paper hanging out the back of your uh skirt or pants i'm laughing because it's freaking funny but you know you look at that and if people laugh at you can you laugh along with them and a lot of people with they have severe anxiety performance anxiety maybe you know social anxiety in nature you know any little thing they're afraid to be judged they're afraid to be you know ridiculed made fun of but what i try to do with those clients in the situation at hand is would you be able to laugh at yourself? And I know me, I was afraid to be embarrassed, whatever, too. Um, years and years and years ago, I was shy as well. And, you know, I'm not shy about telling it. I'm not anymore. But you would look at that, and what would happen? Melissa, you would cry, huh? If that happened, you walked out of the bathroom and freaking toilet paper hanging out. <laughs> oh, my God. You, I've, we, I saw it a lot. <laughs> and it's funny. And it happened to me, too, before. And you just hope it ain't dirty and freaking brown toilet paper or yellow. <laughs> Usually it's clean, whatever. And mostly, you know, people end up freaking lying in the toilet seat trying to protect from uh, scabies or anything. But, you know, it ends up, you know, from, you know, lying in the toilet seats, usually what happens in that situation. And, you know, you, and I talked about, I mentioned this before, uh, we had a bad winter, oh, God, here in Michigan. Uh, I don't know, it's probably been, oh, boy, I want to say probably four years ago at least. And, you know, I slipped and fell. It was, you know, bad winter, ice, snow, and all this stuff. Cars out, parked by the road. Freaking go, slip, fall on my ass. <laughs> I did it like four times um, that winter. I probably did a lot more than that. But each, I remember those four specific times because each time I ended up, um, there was cars right there, people right there watching me fall on my ass. And <laughs> I'm laying on my back laughing, you know, just laughing like crazy. And, you know, what do you do? Will you be able to laugh at yourself and sort of, you take the pressure off at yourself and not get all uptight. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did it. Oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. I run and hide. And people with anxiety, especially, you know, social social anxiety specifically, you know, it, it's very difficult when you feel judged and you feel belittled. It's, But I want to help with that. I want to try to help you fight through that and get to a point where, you know what, embarrassing situations, can you laugh them off? And I, I'm going to touch on those in a bit, and we'll get more in detail, okay? And first, as always, uh, you can join me in the live chat if you are listening on the Art of Relationships own, uh, I can't even think, mobile, <laughs> sorry, mobile device app. Um, so you can listen or join us in the live chat uh, you can also on Spreaker.com slash user slash Greg Dazinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. You can do that on live chat as well or Spreaker, uh, Spreaker's own uh, app. They're all free, so you can join us on live chat. Give me a call, too, at 516. 
Oh, geez, oh, Pete, I can't even remember my own number. I'm sorry. Give me a call live with your questions, comments at 586-212-4196. Again, 586-212-4196. And I'm going to announce, oh, also, with the change of format, um, I am on Sunday nights at 9 o'clock. So Sunday and Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. And Sunday night, I'm excited. I had my Virgin show Sunday night with Podcast Detroit. Um, so check them out, podcastdetroit.com. Awesome, awesome people. I'm thrilled to death, and I plan on being there long, long time, long term uh, with our uh, Relationships Radio show. Uh, great people, super people. So check them out, uh, pod- Podcast Detroit. And I'll be with them as long as uh, Dave and Bob want me. Uh, so check that out Sunday night. I'll be live, okay? Drinking or just tired? Um, you know what, Foo? I'm not drinking. I might be just tired as usual. Why do I sound sort of sloppy? Am I slurring my words? I probably am. Freaking bit my uh, talking about embarrassing. You know how, Pete, you chew on something or talking and you bite the side of your cheek or lip, whatever? Oh, my God, it hurts. I did that a few days ago, and it hurts like a mofo. So you would think I was drinking. No, I'm just tired, foo. So hopefully I don't sound too bad or don't sound like crap. Uh, anyways, give me a call. Give me a call, 586-212-4196, or join me in the live chat as well, okay? Um, talking about embarrassing moments, and how do you handle embarrassing moments? Are you... Specifically, are you an individual that is easily embarrassed? You are so worried about getting judged, so you know, afraid that people are going to laugh at you, make fun of you, rip you apart, criticize you. And this, you know, this could stem back from, you know, elementary school, you know, middle school, high school, whatever. You know, maybe getting bullied, teased. I understand that, but I want to help you, you know, fight through that and. Look at yourself. I'm human. Who cares? I screwed up. I fell, tripped and fell, whatever happens. Um, how many people, you know, you go in there and, you know, the big joke with guys, right? Yo, you left a fly down, you know, after coming out of the bathroom. Little things like that. Or you end up, um, what do I want to say? You no, know, you end up, you have your shirt on backwards. Uh, how many people have done that? Or, I've done this before, too. You get ready and you, you know, slacks, whatever, getting ready to teach and all. (laughs) Now people Thursday are going to ask to see my uh, socks tomorrow night in class. You know, you walk in and you have one blue sock, one black sock, or one blue, one brown sock. We all do stuff that is embarrassing. (laughs) We screw up. We're human. But I want you to embrace that human aspect of it. And I'm going to get more into maybe deeper embarrassing aspect. What happens if you end up, you know, I already mentioned you're at a restaurant or maybe out in public and your partner rips one. And ladies, I know you fart too. Don't lie to me. Um, You know, that you rip one and you blame it. (laughs) That's a typical scenario for guys. I'm laughing, right? You uh, guys rip one and they look around and, you know, look around and try to blame it on somebody else. And their partner... Um, oh my God, Greg, that's disgusting, whatever. Yeah, it is. You try not to, and you have mutual respect. But the little things in life, the embarrassing moments are, you know, can they be sort of enjoyed and relished and look at yourself and not sort of worry about it so much, okay? Will you be able to laugh it off and joke it off or... Well, you want to run and hide, and like most people that hate getting it, I mean, no one likes to be embarrassed, let's face it, but will you be able to just laugh it off and laugh at yourself? You know what? I'm human. No big deal. Slipped. I fell. Whatever. And just laugh it off and joke about yourself, not beating yourself up, but actually joke. You just blame it on your guy. I know, foo, you have too, right? With poo farts? Oh, no. <laughs> Oops, Sophie, I'm drinking a little coffee, trying to stay awake. (coughs) Uh, Excuse me. So 
Uh, give us a call, or I should say, give me a call, 586-212-4196. And I want to give a shout-out to, um, actually, my, I already gave a shout-out to podcastdetroit.com. Uh, I do my show through them now on Sunday evenings, 9 o'clock, so make sure you tune in. And this Sunday's show, I am going to be discussing... Uh, this coming Sunday show, I'm going to talk about dating after divorce or breakup. And, you know, especially if you've been hurt, are you jaded? You know, maybe you want to get out of a relationship and you're just like, phew, I know what I'm not looking for and you're happy. But what happens, you know, dating after a divorce or breakup and you're jaded, you've been hurt, you've been crushed and gun shy and going into that situation. I actually deal with that a lot in the office as well, you know, grief and loss situations after a divorce or a relationship doesn't work. And you know what? It might be hard. So listen live Sunday at 9 p.m. And I'll post that uh, Sunday as usual, Sunday afternoon, early afternoon, about the show, uh, the Art of Relationships radio show live, coming from the studios of podcastdetroit.com. Okay. Get back to embarrassing moments. Like I said, you can join me on live chat. And the situation, what happens is, you know, the embarrassing moments in your life, what happens? How many people out there have text? Ah, pictures, right? All right. Can you text a picture or you send a picture on via text? Whatever. Email, um, email pictures, whatever. And they're boob shots, naked boob shots. I know, foo. I'm sure you have big time, probably all the time. <laughs> you look at, have done those situations, you know, and, you know, boob shots or maybe did a little video and, you know, little, what do I want to say, little, you know, sort of mini porn video or whatever, um, risque video and send it to your boyfriend, your husband, or maybe your husband or boyfriend has done that to you. And all of a sudden you're looking at it and, you have a co a coworker sort of sees it, or maybe a friend, a relative. What happens if your kids see that? Oh, what what's that? You know, how many people have been embarrassed by that situation? Um, and maybe you don't even know about it. Maybe a coworker, maybe uh, Princess Foo out there, maybe Chip Foo has sort of opened up one of yours you sent to him, and a coworker out there. And, oh, what's that? And you catch it. Are you embarrassed? Would you be embarrassed? It's like, oh, my God, most people would be embarrassed, right? And what would happen if um, that happened? You know, a video, you may be playing with yourself or, you know, touching yourself, whatever, and sending a video or a picture to your significant other. And this goes for men or women. It doesn't matter. And would you be Embarrassed? Would you be totally freaking going nuts <laughs> that, um, oh, my God, I can't believe who saw that. I can't believe they saw that, whatever. And if that happened to you, would you be able to brag about it? Yeah, that's me. I'm comfortable with my sexuality, my body. And you know what? Eat it up because you ain't touching it. <laughs> you know, this is for my, you know, my husband, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, whatever. That's for them. Eat it up or whatever. I'm not embarrassed. Would you be able to do that and laugh it off? And say, oh, well, how would you handle that situation? Um, Oh, boy, I'd love to hear uh, how you guys would handle that situation out there, whatever, via live chat. And, you know, how would you handle it? Melissa, you are on chat. Would you freaking freak out? Would you want to run and die? How would you handle that if you sent it to your man? Um, You know, whatever, a naked picture or whatever video that you did. And maybe a coworker or a buddy or a relative found out, you know, probably one of, the, one of the most embarrassing things might be, um, you know, you find that whatever. And what happens is that, you know, your mom finds it, you know, finds, I remember, uh, working when I was in high school, whatever, during breaks, weekends, whatever, working for my grandfather and I worked out, you know, trucks, whatever worked out. Yeah. I, I I'd go back in the house, whatever. My grandma would be freaking <laughs> running naked from their bedroom to, you know, walking naked to the bedroom to the bathroom. Oh, my God, Granny! 
<laughs> you know, and I don't know who was more embarrassed, me or whatever. And I'd joke around, oh, my God, I'm going to have nightmares for life now. You know, freaking score. <laughs> and, you know, we all run into that. Or, you know, you walk in a house, you know, you're walking around in a house naked and all of a sudden maybe, you know, a relative usually comes in, whatever, knocks, you don't hear, and they walk in and you're naked. <laughs> or it's like, you know, when your kids, if they walk in while you're having sex, all these situations can be very, very embarrassing. And, Melissa, you said you would be mortified, huh? Why won't you be able to eat it up and say, yeah? Oh, your mom, oh, Melissa, your mom found a toy. Talk about, what do you mean a toy, Melissa? Like a choo-choo train? What kind of toy? Like a game? No, <laughs> I'm assuming uh, in your room. Oh, hilarious. How old were you, Melissa? You imagine, yeah, you're, it, <clears throat> I got to find, Melissa, how old, was this just like last night or um, when you were a teenager? <laughs> you walk in that and um, what happens if your mom found that toy like Melissa, you know, find a, found a vibrator or freaking dildo in your room and, uh, I figured a sex toy. I was just being a smart ass, Melissa. <laughs> and you know, you, you say you walk, you're a teenager, late teen, and you walk in, and your uh, you know your mom or dad, whatever, goes to put something in your room, and they freaking you forgot to put it away. Um, and your mom goes, "Oh, by the way, I found this, but I like." <laughs> and she goes, "You know what? I like this one better. I use on myself." <laughs> what, what? How would you handle that situation? Would you be totally mortified? And my mom found my whole walk-in closet. What? Foo, I got to, oh, God, you're walking. I got to hear this. You got to describe that a little bit more. Okay. Um, we're talking about embarrassing moments and how do you handle it and how do you work through it where you can blow it off? She stuck it in a tennis shoe. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Did it smell better after the tennis shoe or before? Oh, that's just gross. No. <laughs> That's very unprofessional, but since when am I professional on the radio show, right? Um, talking about embarrassing moments, and like I said, you can join us on live chat if you are using the Art of Relationships radio show. Um, you boy. <laughs> Art of Relationships radio show own app uh, for Android and Apple devices. You can join on the Spreaker's app live chat. Uh, you can also listen in, uh, of course, on TuneIn, on SoundCloud, and iTunes as well. My Red Room toys and things. Oh, my God, foo. Oh, boy. Hilarious. Your mom was probably bragging, that ain't nothing. <laughs> that ain't nothing, foo. You should see my room. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Your mom starts sharing her favorite sex toys and uh, frickin' whips and chains with you. <laughs> oh, would you be more embarrassed or would you want to walk out of that situation? Ew. Um, you know, most, you know, we all get embarrassed. That's, you know, that's a common theme, okay? We all get embarrassed. How do you handle it? And depending on the level of embarrassment, and if you are anxious, if you have body image aspects and say, you know, you ended up, you know, sex toy or naked pictures or videos, going off, you know, going off those aspects. How do you handle those embarrassing aspects? Can you still, do you relinquish your confidence, your self-confidence, and able to, you know, I don't want you to do that. I want you to say, you know, we all make mistakes. Everybody is embarrassed. But I want you to be able to be, you know, confident in yourself and sort of laugh at yourself and say, no big deal. Nobody is perfect. Everybody has embarrassing moments. You might think, you know, every, I had a client today um, that, you know, I talked to him and mentioned he thinks everybody else is perfect and he is the only one that isn't. And we're talking about not everybody's perfect. Even though people we think are perfect, you know, they're beautiful, they're tall, you know, guys, whatever, built, you know, they're all perfect. Everybody has flaws personality flaws, maybe emotional flaws. We all have flaws. And to try to look at that aspect that we're all embarrassed, it all happens. And how we handle it can make a big difference. If you can, if you are able to joke about yourself and laugh at yourself, it is going to take a lot of pressure off of you. 
And those embarrassing moments can be funny. You've heard the old, you know, situation, um, you know, not laughing at you or laughing with you. If you can laugh with other people laughing, it makes people more closer to you. You feel a lot less pressured, and it's not a big deal. When you start learning that, you will be more apt to not worry about as much making mistakes or embarrassing moments because you're going to feel more confident and realize everybody's human, okay? So hopefully, you know, that's going to help you out. I am going to take a little breather, and I will be back in a little bit, okay? This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show coming live from my office. Oh, I am now. I got to make, I I did move. I am seeing clients in the Detroit office, so people listening to the show that live in, you know, Wayne, Oakland County or close to Detroit, uh, I am now seeing uh, clients. So give me a call, 586-212-4196. You can also check me out. Uh, My website is theartofrelationships.com. Org. And you can also private message me, text me, anything, whatever. I will be closing my Mount Clements office. I know people might be boohooing and sad. I apologize to those people. Um, but I am going to be closing my Mount Clements office in, it's either going to be by October 1st or November 1st. I need to make up that decision. But yeah, I'm shooting for October 1st. That's going to be my uh, my goal. And I would just be seeing clients out of the Detroit office and going to be a, a big, big excited fan uh, to be a Detroiter down there. So, well, we're going to take a little break. And after the break, we'll be back and talking about more how to handle embarrassing moments and laughing about them and laughing at yourself, what would it take to do that, okay? This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Be back in a few minutes. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Just another song You'll never hear about a girl I've never met This is just another lie Whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it This is just another ride Taken by surprise with no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times that I've used to make it right A chance meeting in a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to
That was just another song you'll never hear by Skyway Traffic. Check them out on YouTube, Local Talent. I try to play Local Talent. I shouldn't be prejudiced, but (laughs) I try to play uh, Local Talent. Um, So, anyways, that was Skyway Traffic. Check them out on Facebook and YouTube. That was just another song you'll never hear. Great, great talent. God, he plays piano, drums, guitar, freaking, and you heard the vocals too. So it's got a lot of talent. And we are talking about being embarrassed and, you know, sort of laughing a little bit at the first half of the show about, you know, things you, toilet paper sticking out of your pants or whatever, or, you know, walking around with the zipper down. And what happens when, the situation is that you, uh, you know, you slip and fall and laugh. And what would it take for you to be able to laugh at yourself and fight through the anxiety and realize everybody else has embarrassing moments and no big deal. And those people that are perfectionists, oh, my God, they hate that. Or like I mentioned, it's sad with people with social anxiety or anxiety about wanting to meet everybody's approval and wants everyone to think they're perfect and, you know, no flaws or whatever, so they get accepted, and it's sad being embarrassed. And I joked around in the first part of the show and um, a lot, and it's funny. I, I like, I laugh at myself. I have no, everybody knows I'm, sh- well, people that maybe not everybody knows I'm short, bald, who cares, right? I still got game. I still got it going on anyway. So <laughs> you look at the situation what happens? I mentioned, you know, you shoot, do a self-made, you know, sort of video playing with yourself or whatever, or pick naked pictures, and they get, you know, they get saw, saw, they get seen. <laughs> I can't even talk. They get seen by a relative, coworker of your husband, coworker of your wife, you know, a friend of your wife's, whatever, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Would you be able to laugh about it and sort of earn that like a freaking badge of honor? Yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah, I love it. Woohoo! I'm like Tarzan, right? Or a woman? Yeah, that's I like it. My my honey loves those pictures. You know, he loves touching that that body. Would you be able to laugh and joke it around? Or like Melissa said earlier, she would be freaking. What was the word? I can't even remember anymore. She would be. Where'd it go? Mortified. That's it. I had to think of the word. I'm sorry. I had to go back on the list. Apologize for the brain fart. You know, should be how many people would be more mortified in that situation? And instead, would you be able to use it as a freaking 
badge of honor type of thing. Yeah, I have, I'm confident enough to do that. Not that you want to do it all the time and be a porn star and see your picture, naked pictures all over the place. Not at all. But, you know, mistakes happen and sort of use that as, you know what, who cares? Now, I'm going to get more, you know, serious aspects, okay? What's embarrassing is, you know, what happens, you know, if you get fired from a job, how embarrassing is that? You know, this stuff happens, and it might not be anything you did. You know, it could be uh, the way it is in Michigan, and Snyder needs to go bye-bye about, you know, the right-to-work state and uh, at-will employment where they can get rid of you no matter what. You know, big companies, big, you know, corporations, no big deal. And that's BS for the American workers, especially Michigan workers, too. Anyways, uh, you get fired from a job. What happens um, in those situations? Not only that, you know, how do you handle it? And it's embarrassing. It's like, oh, my God, you whatever happened, oh, I quit, right? <laughs> how many people lie about it and just, you know what, I got fired, no you know, big deal, difference of opinion, whatever happens. And some people, you know, oh, I didn't get fired, I got laid off. I got, you know, it, it's very embarrassing. Not only that, how do you handle situations where, you have a partner, right, married, living together, whatever, and you find out that they had an affair. And not only that, you know, you're worried about the person, you know, the woman, the man that your, you know, girlfriend or wife cheated on with or the husband, boyfriend cheated on with. You know, how embarrassing is that? Oh, my God, they must think I'm a fool. They must think, you know, that you get played for a fool. And it's very, very difficult. And it is embarrassing because it rocks your very essence of a person. It rocks who you are. And how do you handle that? Not only that, um, how do you fight through that when, you know, cheated on you? And all of a sudden, let me guess, you're going to tell your friend, you're going to tell your family, and it's embarrassing enough. I get it. But what's even more embarrassing when you fight through that and also maybe you work it out, you want to stay married, you want to stay in a relationship and work out those situations and look at, you know, like I said, I'm not going to get into them again about, you know, maybe, you know, my philosophy or why certain affairs happen, not all, but a lot, and I'm not going to get into that. And you look at, you know, those aspects, but you have friends and family. Why are you going back with her? She's a, you know, she's a slut. He's a, he's a whore. He's a dick. He, you know, he shouldn't have done that. He, she shouldn't have done that. And they bash you, and it's almost, it's very embarrassing to stick up for yourself I would tell limited people that don't have big mouths. I agree, Melissa. And, you know, we, when we're hurt like that, we're hurt in a situation that, um, you know, it's very difficult. We want people to hear our pain and we want, you know, people to relate to us. And it's almost like we get it out. But what happens in that situation, it can come back and bite us in the ass to where, okay, oh, God, now I'm embarrassed we're working it out. And I have, oh, my God, I got situations big time now that happens. <laughs> Vicky, welcome. Colorful language. Oh, I got to give a shout-out to Vicky Lee. Make sure you check her out on, um, it makes it very hard once you spill dirt to the family or friends, Melissa, very true. I want to give out uh, special thanks to Vicky Lee. Thank you for joining us and the Art of Relationships radio show, she is donating pictures, paintings, not pictures, paintings, awesome, awesome work, uh, donating pictures uh, so I can put them up on my bare walls in my Detroit office. Um, phenomenal. And there's pictures on Facebook, whatever, and you check out her work, her paintings and stuff she sells. Um, you know, she sells online. So check her out. Uh, Vicki Lee, V-I-K-K-I-L-E-E. -E. Uh, check her out and all her work, artwork for sale and everything. So very, very talented, talented lady. Um, very nice lady, too. Foo, I agree. You don't share your business with family members. It's very, very difficult. But, you know, we and this is not a woman thing. This is not always a... You know, a woman, everyone assumes women do this. No, men do it too. They they vent to family members. They vent to brothers, sisters. Oh, my God, my wife cheated. My what? And it's very, very difficult, and I get it, and we're in pain. And 
not only is it embarrassing for you, you know, it's embarrassing. Maybe they got caught. They, sh- you know, if they get caught, they should. But it's embarrassing those situations. So you look at, you know, like I said, I, you know, I'm smart ass joking around the first half of the show, and coming to the realization, you know, embarrassing situations and sometimes embarrassment. You could work through these issues and have a terrific, even more dynamic relationship. But the embarrassment might be too embarrassing that it ruins those chances to heal and get through those aspects, okay? And, you know, people left and right, you know, whatever, like I said, getting fired from a job, right? What happens? Uh, People that end up getting a DUI, right, or lose their license. How embarrassing is that? And how do you fight through that, that, yeah, I made a mistake, and you know what? I'm living with that mistake, um, doing the consequences, the punishment of that mistake and eat it. But that is not me. You know what? I made a mistake big time, and you know what? I'm better than that, and I'm not going to make that mistake again. And it's very, very difficult to where, you know, when embarrassing aspects, and they, especially those that alter our lives, you know, an affair, getting fired from a job, what would be... I want to hear what would be some other embarrassing aspects, too. We already talked about, you know, parents walking in on your sex toy, finding your sex toys in your room, and, and they aren't embarrassing. Naked pictures, very, oh, yeah, you know, what, you know, what would we talked about, you know, somebody, friends, family, whatever, finding your naked video pictures or whatever. Some people prey on negativity. You're absolutely right. Melissa, and that's where you need to learn and sort of shove away from that. They want to suck into your misery. They want you to feel, oh, my God, you shouldn't do that, and everybody has an opinion to push them away. I want to hear what other individuals, ladies on chat, what else are some embarrassing things you come up with? You know, maybe it's embarrassing. What happens if a car breaks down? You know, and it's weird. Car breaks down, some people are embarrassed that it breaks down. It's like, what? (laughs) You know, it happens. It might not be out of your control. People make mistakes. It's hardest to forgive yourself. Vicki, I absolutely agree. Excuse me, uh, my voice just cracked. You know, it's very difficult to forgive yourself. And there are people that out there, they blow it off big time, right? Even the ones, you know, hardest to forgive yourself. But you have people that, oh, it's no big deal, and they blow it off. And they just want to, you know, whatever, forget about it. Oh, no big deal. Leave me alone. I don't care. And those people, the arrogant people, you know, that, they don't make mistakes, or if they do, they minimize them big time. And those people need uh, some work or maybe kicked in the butt, okay? What other embarrassing moments do we talk about? You know, we talked about text messages. Uh, oh, what if your parents find out your boyfriend smokes pot? That, you know what? That happens a lot, Melissa. That is huge. What, is, what if your parents find out your boyfriend smokes pop and, uh, pot and us and they ask him, how come you didn't ask us to join you? <laughs> Would that be more embarrassing to you, um, you know, or the situation, you know, when we're older, whatever, um, and they're totally against it, but it's no big deal for you? Yeah, that is embarrassing, and that is where they smoke pot. That doesn't make him a bad person, right? You look at that situation, look at, you know what, that's your issue. That doesn't make them a bad person. And some people have a huge, huge issue on, you know, on that. You know, if they smoke a fatty or pot once in a while, um, they all automatically assume yours did that, Melissa? <laughs> oh, God, hilarious. Well, you you were probably more embarrassed, right? How come, hey, how come you didn't light one up with me and all that stuff? And people, I don't smoke pot. Um, I'm probably too too freaking clean cut, but um, in a way, not in other ways. But you look at the situation, you know, that's a good one. They, they find out you're smoking pot or whatever. What happens also, I deal with couples and that are, they're swingers, they're freaking, they're in a polytriad, which means, you know, use typically, not always, but one guy and two girls, they have another woman, whatever, that acts as a, you know, boy, as a girlfriend to both of them. Um, I didn't know to cry or laugh. (laughs) You got to laugh at that. But, you know, they find out these information that you are a swinger, that you are in a 
polytriad relationship that, you know, all of a sudden they find out you're freaking maybe a lesbian, gay, and they thought you were straight. And, you know, all these situations, they're embarrassing because they attack or people want to use these and attack you at the core. They also relate one issue to you, and that's your whole. Does that make sense? They attack one issue, say the pot, and all of a sudden you're a pothead, you're this, you're a rotten person. They at you know, attribute one aspect, a mistake, into that's you as a total person. You get it? And that's where you have to step away from it and the embarrassment look at. That doesn't make me a bad person. I made a mistake, I screwed up. Now if you keep making that mistake over and over and over again, like uh, you know what? especially domestic violence situations, which I am very, uh, what do I want to say? I'm sort of hard-headed against that situation. And, you know, dealing with situations that happens once and it never happened again, and, and you look at it, it's embarrassing. Not only, you know, I can't believe I did that to my wife, my, uh, you know, my girlfriend, my whatever, uh, I, and there's women that do it too. I think everyone should smoke pot, airline pilots, surgeons, school bus drivers, are you kidding me? I better shut up. I have strong opinions about that. Oops. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Airline pilots. I think there was some that smoked pot, wasn't it? <laughs> they got busted, whatever. Yeah, I'm not, I don't smoke pot. So I, that's, you know, more people die from drinking and driving than smoking pot. So, but we, I'm not even getting into that debate, whatever. That's not my thing. So, but you look at the situation, what would it take for you to fight through those embarrassment, you know, embarrassing aspects and, you know, look at, yeah, I screwed up and how would I handle that? And when someone, you know, does something to us, it's very embarrassing. We try to run and hide from it, especially in a, you know, if we, in a domestic legal term, right? No surgeons while during surgery. But after surgery, they can smoke all the pot they want, right, Melissa? <laughs> you look at, you know, the elements that, you know, especially in a domestic, you know, altercation where, you know, you get pushed, hit, slapped, and women do it too, big time, to guys. And I've done, you know, domestic violence and abusive relationships a few times um, on uh, Art of Relationships radio show. And, you know, when you try to work that out and it was like an isolated incident and there's no excuse for it, you know, you try to work it out and people are, they find out about it and they're like, are you stupid? Are you dumb? Are you whatever? And, you know, guys, it's, it's embarrassing for guys. That's why a lot of guys in abusive relationships where their wives beat them, it's very embarrassing and it's belittling to them. But how do you fight through that? Yeah, I'm a man, but... You know, this did happen to me, and that doesn't make me less of a man because my wife hit me, beat my ass, um, girlfriend, you know, bit me or whatever. And a lot of people think, yeah, I agree, Melissa. You know, it's it has to do with being comfortable with yourself, self-confidence and self-worth, and especially, and that's what I try to build with embarrass, you know, embarrassing aspects. You know, what can you do to, you know what, I'm human, whatever, make a mistake, and be able to move on. And some things are not funny, you know. Some things are definitely not funny. DUIs, we talk about that, getting cheated on, and domestic violence or a domestic altercation situation. They're, they're not, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're not funny, but the naked pictures or video could be funny. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it could be funny. Um, you know, your say your teenagers find it or like Melissa find your sex toy <laughs> and and you're like, Oh boy. Yeah, well oh Parenthood was a movie I think it was with Steve Martin years and years ago where the granny uh had found a freaking vibrate big vibrator whatever and they're oh it's an air cleaner yeah and it's a big one too and oh that reminds me of your grandpa you know <laughs> and uh, oh god i'm laughing anyways you know so some things are very very funny and how do you you know how do you handle that and work on your confidence and you can laugh more than feel embarrassed laugh at yourself isn't there an NN, what? Isn't there an N? I can't even remember what about. Vicky, you lost me on that one, okay? Isn't there a, an NN? But you look at, 
you know, the embarrassment aspects and what would it take for you to be confident enough to say, you know, everyone makes mistakes and laugh at those situations instead of being like Melissa's term a while ago, you know, being mortified. I think when we're talking about, you know, if a relative would ever found naked, you know, you did naked boob shots or whatever, and, you know, your husband pulls it up at front you know, pulls it up, you know, looks at it, and he's got a coworker or a buddy, you know, right there wa- watching him <laughs> and looking at that. I sc- oh, sorry. Sorry, Vicky. I was wondering what the heck was going on. See, you drop the phone, laugh, and don't be embarrassed. You look at the situation, um, you know, to, to be able to look at that and look at the um, elements to where, you know, you laugh at yourself and not be so embarrassed and it makes life a lot easier it makes it a lot less stress-free you're not on edge all the time and I think you're not so on guard and not only that when we get when we're easily embarrassed what also starts happening with taking things out of context and taking things do you are you the type you get embarrassed and all of a sudden you blow up in anger and you're like god you know spaz down relax a little bit it was only this thing you tend, when our anxieties, and we're afraid to be, em- I mean, embarrassed, not that, you know, there's a difference between being paranoid and being afraid to be embarrassed and then not liking it. But individuals that are paranoid, like I said, mostly with anxiety, um, social in nature anxiety, where you're worried about what people think and so forth and trying to fit in, that, you know, not only that, when you're embarrassed all the time, um, or that paranoia or, you know, severe fear of being embarrassed, what happens is, you know, when people say some something to you, whatever, it could be not a big deal or whatever, and you take it out of context, everything tends to be exaggerated. You know, something, someone might be, you know, teaching, you know what, I don't like when you do this, and all of a sudden you start feeling oh, my God, I'm a dork, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I'm an ass. Not only that, you might want to run and hide and, you know, crawl away instead of trying to listen and learn or people might take things as always being ridiculed being criticized so what happens the other spectrum instead of running and hide you always want to start fights you always want to right one up and you you're so embarrassed you fight you argue and that happens a lot it's exaggerated and that makes you look more of an ass and more embarrassed. So if you think about that, you know, people are trying to fight for their dignity, fight for not being embarrassed. How dare you, you know, and they try to make you, they yell and scream and try to make you look smaller because they got embarrassed. Or, you know, they'll trip and fall and blame it on whatever, right? So fight through those elements and look at yourself. What would it take for me to laugh at myself more and, you know, lighten up a little bit now, and it's very difficult to do. I know I'm going back and forth, but it is. It's very, very difficult to do to, you know, especially in situations where matters of the heart, um, you know, the domestic violence aspect, the DUIs, getting fired from a job, you know, that you might not laugh, but what can you do to separate, you know what, I made a mistake, but that doesn't make me the person I am today, okay? I agree, Vicky. Laughter is the best medicine. Don't worry about things you can't control and do no harm. I agree. And it's, um, you know, severe issues, like I said, you know, you know, a DUI, especially DUI, and you end up hurting somebody or killing somebody, Um you know, life-altering situations is very difficult. And, you know, should you be ashamed? Hell yes, absolutely, big time. And, you know, trying to fight that. Or maybe you were with somebody that had a DUI and ended up killing somebody, your husband, your wife. Um, And how embarrassing is that? Not only that, what about the situation? And I deal with this when I teach uh, death and dying. Suicide, right? Is that embarrassing to have... One of your kids, sibling, mom, dad, whatever. It is so, there's such a stigma out there, and I try to eradicate that. When someone, a loved one, a friend commits suicide, and all of a sudden, you know what? Commit suicide, and all of a sudden, they look at you, you're embarrassed. You want to shy away from that situation, right? Because it's embarrassing. Oh, my God, I can't because they're going to associate me with that that person, 
I thank you, Vicky. I agree. As long as nothing was intentional, I agree. Um, you know, like a suicide, and it those situations are embarrassing. That might not have anything to do with you. Why that person, you know, sadly committed suicide, whatever. And that's where I try to teach clients and students, whatever, you know, dealing with suicide. That it might not. It's almost like a. It's like a brain cancer, if you will. They can't control it. And it happens. It might not be anything you did do or experience. You know, you look at that. They could be, you know, and I'm not talking to bullied, you know, bullied kids in the situation. Kids commit suicide because they're bullied all the time, ridiculed all the time, whatever, and no one does anything about it. Those bullies should be beaten, probably killed themselves. Yeah, I did say that. How politically incorrect, as usual. So, you know, Look at those situations and look at, you know what, you might not be able to control the situation. It sucks and it hurts. I get that big time. But you also want to look at the situation that, um, you know, what would it take for you to realize, you know, that is them. You know, even though they were a sibling, my mom, my dad, you know, oh, my God, a kid, and especially a kid, oh, my, I deal, I've dealt with that so many times. I got goosebumps um, on me now thinking about it. You know, how embarrassing because that is the essence. That makes me a bad person, a bad parent. Bad. No, not at all. It just means something maybe that just we couldn't control. doesn't make you a bad parent at all. So those elements, you know, being embarrassed are huge. And what would it take for you to fight and separate one issue from you as a person, realize, and being able, you know, like I said, if fart in public or get caught with naked pictures and all those elements, what would it take for you to fight through those and, you know, become more confident, not worry about so much what people think? Easier said than done, I absolutely get it. You know, it could be people with more weight and they get teased or ridiculed. Yeah, that's right. I, this body, it's all bought and paid for. You hear guys, right? I, you know, I got a freaking, uh, my belly's like a six pack, a beer or a kegger, right? And it's all bought and paid for. Um, can you laugh about yourself and things you don't like, you know, work on them, change and evolve, but be able to laugh, joke around and move on, right? As Vicky said, laughter is to, you know, it, it is the best medicine. And being able to laugh at yourself is so crucial. And I'm not taught there's a difference between laughing, you know, at yourself and so forth, and you always ripping yourself apart and, you know, ripping on yourself, laughing, joking around, but there's some underlying current there that knows, you know, you're laughing, but deep down you're thinking, I'm the, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I'm a loser, all this stuff, but you're trying to laugh to cover that up. That's not what I'm talking about. I want you to laugh at yourself and laugh with yourself and not look at it as a big deal. You know what? I screwed up, I'm human, whatever, and being able to move on, okay? Uh, once I show, it's only going to be an hour this evening. Um, Six-pack abs, I am thirsty. Ooh, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> You look at the situation. Um, so work on, you know, not being so paranoid or afraid of being embarrassed. And realize, please, realize that everybody has embarrassing moments. Everybody has flaws. No matter if you think they don't, that they're perfect, nobody's perfect. So realize that. And that's going to help you ease up on yourself. And, you know, laugh. Laugh at yourself for tripping and falling and, you know, whatever. And laugh about it. We make a mistake. We laugh. What the hell do you do? You know, that's going to help you ease and ease anxiety. And also it's going to build more confidence with you and you're going to be more, I want more, more relaxed. You're going to be less pressured and be able to react to p people differently and a lot more, you know, less tense. And you're not going to be so on guard and so freaking defensive all the time. So try these mechanisms um, and hopefully they help you out, okay? I know it was a little short and all over the place as usual, but hopefully I was able to provide some tips for you uh, this evening. So hopefully you guys listening, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. You can catch the next show live. Again, the Art of Relationships, you can catch the next show live Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. 
Central Time. That's for Vicky. <laughs> and uh, I will be on Podcast Detroit, my new home for the Arda Relationships Radio Show Sunday evening. So stay tuned. Listen up. Thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate all the support. Much love to everybody out there. You be safe and enjoy this hump night. Okay, peace out. Radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you.